Hey, it's me. Sorry I couldn't pick up before. I've been on a hunt with Catch. And Dean. I'm sorry I haven't been there for you and Sam. But I want to be. I will be. I just... I need to finish this. I miss you, boys. I love you. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we talk about the TV show Supernatural. We're in season 12, Chris. You better believe it. We're like astonishingly close to the end of season 12. This feels like it went on forever and also no time at all. Yeah. Um, you know, they Supernatural really has a way of just bringing it back in, you know, mm-hmm. after feeling so kind of disheartened and lost and meandering. Like last week, it just suddenly was like, bro, remember this? Here we go. Let's close this season up. And you know what? I'm here. There's a there's an interesting thing about the pace of the show that uh, a lot of people, a lot of people smarter than I have have commented on it, which is, you know, it's usually front and back loaded. And there's usually like a, a soft, doughy middle in the center that droops. Um, and that's not true. Gross. And I, hey, look, dude, <laughs> we got to say the things that we mean on this podcast. Words have meaning. OK, <laughs> the. um choose them carefully <laughs> but it's it's weird because especially as the as the show has gotten older and tv schedules get more difficult like they've taken these huge breaks which frankly when like what i was watching kind of killed a lot of the momentum for me so mm-hmm. uh on the one hand nowadays you can like binge all of these and i think if you're binging these episodes you have a lot more room in your heart to forgive like the bad ones because it's 45 minutes you're over you're done you're on to the next thing you've already forgotten about the the weird stuff uh, whereas you and I, we we don't get that luxury. Like we we watch an episode, we come here, we talk about it for usually an hour. We try to break it down and get it to the the meat of it, um, which is sometimes good and sometimes bad. But the consistency, I think, really lends the sh- lends itself to the show. Like having the week after week after week yeah. really kind of shows you what the pacing of the show is sometimes. And it's I don't know, it's just been kind of interesting as I've been watching season twelve, thinking like, okay, like obviously they were 
I don't want to insult anybody on the crew that are the writers or anything. Cause it's not like I'm out here writing supernatural scripts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I don't have Scrivener open on my fucking MacBook pro and I'm not in a fucking <laughs> office making jokes about Starbucks or anything like that. Like I, I, I'm not doing the thing. So I don't have a lot of room to talk about the thing, but it really feels like there were some efforts towards the middle that just didn't work. We're ham fisted. We had a lot of problems with whatever. And then yeah. as we start getting into these later episodes, I'm like, man, some of these, these is getting good again. And like, I, yeah. I just, it makes me, and I've, I've said this before and I've gotten negative feedback from this. It just makes me wish that we had less, but better supernatural. Mm-hmm. It would have been really interesting to see a version of supernatural, even if it was just one season. Cause yeah, we've had some shorter seasons um like season three but that wasn't short on purpose right it was the writer's strike things were changed you know so it would have been interesting to see that experiment to see what it would be like because in theory it sounds like a good alternative um but yeah i don't know it's supernatural is what it is and when maybe when you're not watching it the way that we've watched it it takes on a whole new meaning i used to binge it so much all the time oh yeah and just that the comfort of the the episode beats and just like okay now we're gonna take a break for seven hours of television to go do some random stuff and that's okay because we're just ha- we're along for the ride and oh yeah we'll come back around to the to the plot that's fun too um it's just you know it's a different experience it's a different kind of tv show and that's okay it is um i don't know how to tr- i don't know how to i don't know how to move what ourselves are we talking on about? Yeah, patreon.com slash monster if you want to support more conversations <laughs> like this if you want to hear us go dunk on early episodes if you want to hear exclusive content that we've made about the witcher haunting of hill house all that kind of stuff patreon.com slash monster of the week chris catch us up on season 12 um jeremy remember when i told you that words matter and you have to choose them wisely oh chris i am dying to know if you remember the thing that you told me you were going to do this week um i said that i would forget yes you and did. i was uh, i did forget okay that i wrote this road so far so but you wrote um, it last week i wrote it last week i wrote it like right after we like a day after we recorded the other episode enough preface let's get into it last time on supernatural sam dropped the full three yards from a standing position to a sitting position with a salacious harumph it had been a long worrisome day the cult had been a stro- <laughs> excuse me the cult had been destroyed along with dagon and castiel had disappeared with kelly klein but at last he was alone with a tender hand, he unraveled the spools of denim from about his legs and waist and left them to pile at his feet like the carapace of some humongous serpent. <laughs> he rolled in his chair towards the computer, careful not to squeak the wheels and alert his slumbering brother. He pulled the laptop up deftly, closing dozens of tabs containing bits of lores and photos <laughs> excuse me, containing bits of lore and photos of Rowena, and hunched like a <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce this word. <laughs> and hunched like a concupiscent. <laughs> gargoyle over the backlit keyboard kissingcouples.com he muttered aloud with each click and clatter of the keyboard somewhere from down the hall dean coughed and sam swiveled his head towards the door hair twirling like a mop at a car wash soapy with lust when there was no further noise he returned his attention to the laptop pressing one slick trembling finger on the enter key he watched and waited as the web address loaded sweat pooling over the ridges <laughs> over the ridges of his pulsing forehead vein no. he trembled with anticipation watching the arrow spin 404 error what sam gasped louder than he'd meant to that's impossible he checked the wi-fi at the corner of the screen full bars he declared satisfied <laughs> he hit the f5 key refreshing the page 404 error the white screen mocked get out of here girls he said refreshing again and again but it was no use so it's true then. He rose from his seat, 
untangling himself from the ropey spools of denim at his feet. It seemed that it seemed they'd be the only such ropey spools this evening. I've really been banned from kissingcouples.com. He dropped into bed, his eyes shut tight. Moments later, they snapped back open. Maybe I'll try kissingcouples.net instead, he said. And so his evening journey began anew. That's what happened last time. Ooh, that was that that slick trembling finger, Chris. I that that really just boy. I should have rehearsed it. There was so much flubbing. Co- corp concub co- concubiscent is a tough word to say. It's easy to want to write when you're writing it. I I am I am disturbed. I am, yeah. That was. This is what but, happens when you compliment Chris, everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. three people were like, man, Chris had a great werewolf intro on, or previously on in like episode 120. And Chris was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I could do that. It just fucking went hard on it. So, Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. That was like two years ago. Can you believe Fuck, that? It's crazy. We're on episode <laughs> anyway, 199. Um, like, we're, next week is 200 fucking episodes. We got to throw a party. Oh, wait. Sure. Maybe maybe they're throwing a surprise party for us. Oh, yeah. maybe we, sh- we shouldn't talk we shouldn't about it. We shouldn't talk about it. Season 12, episode 20, Twigs and Twine and Tasha Baines. This was written by Steve Yaki and directed by Richard oh, every single fucking time. By Richard. By Richard Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it aired Richard on... Richard Spate Jr.? Spate? Spite? Spite? Richard? S- Fuck, I was so confident last time. God, dude, I would think I was too. Richard Spate? spate i think it's spate because that feels unnatural in my mouth and that that makes me think that it's right richard spate spate jr it aired on may 4th 2017 <laughs> fuck richard spate jr directs alicia baines <laughs> calls mary for help after her mother tasha goes missing sam answers mary's phone and he and dean head out to help alicia and her twin brother max find their mother who was hunting a powerful witch meanwhile mary cool. starts to have some doubts about the british men of <laughs> letters uh reasonably accurate and sounds like this was kind of written like somebody like made his like i don't know 12 year old write it or something it was, this is yeah, a weird sentence sounds like sounds like i wrote it after after everything that chris just did i'm just saying they could step their game up uh i i love it when the we get the little flashback scenes and it's literally just the first episode when we get dads on a yeah. honey trip. And then at some point Dean is talking about kitchen witches, which I don't remember mm-hmm. us talking about, but it's kind of a fascinating concept. And, uh, we are briefly shown the witch kids from that one episode of Aza Butterfield. Um, yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we start our episode in rock river, Wyoming. This is yeah. a uh, a rainy, it's raining, dude. A rainy day on the lake, dude. C- Clue Master Chris was on the scene right from the jump. I wrote green car, pink house, rain, lots of details in weather. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, because you got to know that you got to get details. those yeah. juicy deets. Um, so yeah, we see this woman pull up to this old bed and breakfast. Is what we're gonna find it. It is, dude. I saw this um, bed and breakfast on a rainy what it looked like kind of a chilly afternoon and i just wanted to be i wanted to go to there so bad i want to i want to be in there dude, i want to be inside that so there. cozy i just need like a like a 1400 page book and just a cup of coffee and a forget about life for a while you know chris just forget about life mm-hmm. you just just chill out just mm-hmm. chill do some spells who cares who cares so uh this this woman walks in we find out shortly that her name is tasha baines and um she's she's giving off some witchy vibes she's giving she's giving a few a few witchy vibes here and there she offers to cleanse a woman's aura but she's you know She's up to something. Um, also, there's the, there's a woman in the lobby who is immediately very rude, and um, would you, she's like, "Well, if my ring goes missing, I'll know it was you." Like, okay, relax. Would you Pipe call this old woman sus? She's sus for she's, sure. She's for sure sus AF. Maybe if that's mm-hmm, how this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, that's what the kids that's say. That's what yeah. the kids say nowadays. Um, Still, the uh, this woman is obviously a witch. She goes. She gets checked into a room by a very nervous-looking guy. Um, she sits down, casts a revealing spell, which causes this like needle on a string to point her to some weird shit. She goes down to this like outside basement, opens the door. It's extremely spooky down there, and then she gets stabbed in the back uh, through her tummy, and she's dead. Um, Bummer. I, I was actually legit disappointed at first because I was like, yeah. they've got, cause this is, um, shit. I can't remember actually who, what the actress's name is. Um, Alvina August, who has been on tons of stuff. Like I was like, I love yeah. this chick. Like, she, I even she, recognized her. And yeah, I, I don't yeah. even know about TV. You, you don't watch <laughs> I only anything. watch Supernatural. <laughs> you only watch Supernatural and stuff called Demon Slayer. Um, yeah. <laughs> the same, they're the same thing. Same show. Sister's been on a demon hunting trip for a while. She hasn't been home yeah. for a few days. Um, but I was, but I'm glad that she kind of has this weird thing where she comes back. Uh, mm-hmm. We jump to the main part of the episode and Dean is reeling, Chris. That's what I wrote in my notes. Mm-hmm. Dean is reeling from the events of the previous night, which you yes. did not mention in your summary. I Okay, f- uh, let me scroll back up for you. The cult had been destroyed along with Dagon, and Castiel had disappeared with Kelly Klein, but at last he was alone. Oh, I was- the tender and un- <laughs> the tender, I'm sorry, tender hand, he unraveled the spools of denim from yeah. about his legs and waist to Jeremy. Okay, that's, that's, it's all in there. That's where my mind started just screeching at me and then putting static in my <laughs> eyes. So that's, the, yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, Dean, he is reeling. He cannot believe uh, the state of this man. Um, Castiel got all powered up, and he his first thought is, that's not even Castiel. That was not him anymore. How the hell can this man say that he trusts in the future of baby Lucifer? When I looked into his eyes, I did not recognize the person staring back at me. And to say that about somebody that you're that close with is pretty serious shit. Um, Dean even says like, Hey, I know when Cass has messed up before he has often had an excuse or a reason. And I can forgive that. He thinks he's doing the right thing. He thinks he's helping us out. Even when it's gone horribly wrong, his heart was in the right place. This time Dean just can't even, he can't even fathom it. He's like, what, what about baby Lucifer seems good to this dude? Um, clearly this isn't Castiel anymore. Sam agrees, but just says like, Hey, if we're going to try to find him, we have to start thinking about him. How do we do that? And of course, Dean is like, I have no clue. Sam, uh, kind of carefully unwraps this charred corpse of the cult that they kept from the, the run in with Dagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and Dean's like, can you fix it? And Sam says, I hope so. Uh, the phone rings and it is our witch kids, um, which kids, which I'm extremely excited about. I loved these two when we saw them originally, I was hoping they would come back and here they are. Um, yeah. don't necessarily like a lot of the stuff, but <laughs> it is a really, they're, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're really great throughout the whole absolutely. episode. So, yeah. These two have know. a great chemistry and they are just, they seem to work with, uh, Jensen and Jared real well on set. Like I'll just, I, I love these two a lot. Um, Alicia thinks that her mother is missing. Whereas Max thinks that the mom is just off for a few days. Um, yeah. Sam almost immediately jumps on this, surprising Dean a little bit. And when they get off the phone after Sam agrees that Sam, Sam offers their help, Dean is like, really? Like, what about Cass? It's like, we can't do anything to Cass anyway. And look, their mom is on a hunting trip and hasn't been home in a week or two. And Dean's mm-hmm. like, you fucking got me, dude. You did yeah, the thing. Dude. You did the thing He's for like, episode one. Thing. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the pilot, dude. You did the thing for the pilot. Dude. Good job, bro. <laughs> He's like, you know, like I Pete from a couple of the goat episode a couple weeks ago. He did it to me too, but it wasn't, it, it was, wasn't didn't cool. Work. It didn't work. Cause it wasn't you, bro. It needs but to be hey, you. Sammy, Sammy. Let's get, let's get the road. <laughs> Sammy, this is great. Get out of here, girl. Get out of here. Let's get, you know, that you know, that was the thing I said, right? 
<laughs> did, did you Sam's, do that on purpose? Sam's, Have you Sam's been waiting? all pleased with himself? Yeah, I know, I do. <laughs> let's get let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Dean calls Mary, um, and they do this kind of interesting fake out where we see Mary chained to a chair and being tortured by Ketch, but very quickly, Mary actually walks from behind the chair, and it's... They don't necessarily, I think, say shifter. I think maybe they do at some point, but this is obviously a shifter who has taken the form of mm-hmm. Mary. Um, as Mary's phone starts ringing, Ketch is kind of kind of rude to her. Is like, are you going to shut that damn thing up or something? And she does. Dean leaves a a really nice voicemail to, with for his mom saying, um, "Hey, we've got this case. It's with the with with the people that you know, with your friends, with the witch kids, with the witch kids, witch kids. yeah, you know huh? them. Uh, everybody wanted to come back. Maybe not like this, but they did." Mary, Mary doesn't catch it on all like the colloquial like yeah. stuff. Like she doesn't know baby. She doesn't know Angel Radio. She doesn't know Angel kids. Radio. I don't understand that. Is that like a new? Is that a, is that a kind of cell phone? Does She's Apple? Like, do you realize how embarrassing radio? you sound when you call your car that, Dean? Jesus Christ, Dean. We didn't even call it baby, and I I conceived you in it. Okay, if anybody <laughs> can call that car baby, it's me because I conceived one in the car. Uh, uh Jesus. Uh, but he says, but no, he says like, hey, uh, and despite that, like, I'm going through some shit that's got me really spun out. Um, I I could use an ear. And it kills me that this episode is so back and forth between the two of them with leaving messages for each other because Dean reaching out for his mom in such a sincere and honest way is is extremely charming to me. Like it's that something yeah. something you see Dean do a whole lot. Like he's obviously it's, it's up. real nice honesty. He's not being hostile. He's not being passive aggressive or anything like that. He's just kind of bearing a little bit of his heart. He's in a vulnerable place right now. He just lost Cass. Um, and yeah, it's it's a nice moment for Dean. It's just very it's very upfront with where he's at. Yep. Um, we go back over to Ketch, um, who says, you know, you, you taking Mary's aspect, is not going to really stop me from torturing you? And just, he starts like sticking things in this shifter. And obviously like Mary is, is kind of in the background looking pretty sick about all of this stuff. And, um, as they're kind of having this a little bit out to catch, it's like, he gets killed so many people. I think Mary calls it a he and Ketch, Ketch makes sure it calls it it. And then, uh, the shifter changes to Ketch. Which also yeah. doesn't really seem to do much for Ketch. We get this this weird thing where the shifter is like, that eye of yours twitches when you lie. And he says, my eye twitches all the time. And I was like, that's the only good line I've ever had him say. <laughs> I don't um, even think it's that good of a lie, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 not really. it's just a guy admit, going to the eye doctor and being like, hey, doc, my eye twitches all to the me, time. Because to me, that was I, everything I, I say is a lie. lie. No, no, I get it. Um, I get it. But I just and then he punches like the shifter and I wrote boo in my notes because it's an instant shift. And yeah, we, we like all know that shifts. sucks. Yeah. They introduced that in a spinoff for a show that never happened, mm-hmm. but just decided that all that icky goo was just not worth it. It's not fun for them, I guess. And it's, you know, Hey, I get it. Like you want everybody who's has ever written about shapeshifters just wants them to change immediately. But that was the cool thing about shapeshifting. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to that shapeshifter? It was baby, Chris. It was what the happened icky to that goo, baby? dude. What Maybe this the is the baby. <laughs> Maybe this was the baby. Um, Sam and Dean meet up with Max and Alicia who tell them that Tasha was tracking something called a borrower, witch. Uh, which is basically a witch that has made a deal with some demons to get extra super duper power. Max goes with Dean to go check out, to get the grand tour of the Impala. Um, he's super impressed by <laughs> just, just the trunk, just, just, just the trunk. Like not even cause he doesn't want to see the fucking eight track recorder. No, um, no, he's impressed with the grenade launcher and there's something else in there that he's like super, the witch killing bullets, witch killing bullets. Uh, and meanwhile, Alicia's telling Sam like, Hey, you know, my brother and my mom are like the magic witchy people. I'm not the magic person. And Sam's like, yeah, I have that too. Except, you know, I was totally magic for a while. I was Lucifer. Yeah, actually, I was the, I was, I was the, the yeah, only was the opposite thing. Uh, so, you know, just so you know, like I used to have magic. So like, if you're into that or anything, yeah, 
but I don't anymore. So if you're into that too, uh, does it ever? Does this feel like? Because there's this conversation here. Like it seems like Sam has been bonding with these these women that they put on the show. Uh, there's a conversation about Mary, how she's a great hunter, but she's probably not that much of a hugger. Um, and they're both kind of you know bonding over their weird families. But do you ever kind of feel, especially with Alicia and also Eileen and some other people that I can't think of at the top of my head, um, they, they're just auditioning for the part of Sam's girlfriend in a lot of, in a lot of ways. <laughs> sometimes, like, sometimes he feels that way a little bit. I don't know if it's just the writers. Like, like we have to have because Sam started with the girlfriend. He always has to have a girlfriend. So like he's because they aren't doing this stuff with Dean. Like Dean got laid in the last episode, but it was never like yeah. I'm gonna bond with this person. Like he bonded more with Castiel than he bonded with the chick that he boned. Right? Yeah. For a lot of reasons, but it's, so either it's it's the cast Dean shipping. Or it's I I don't know if he's more Dean is is more the general like I don't know he's he's a like drifter bad boy vibe that like maybe the audience is supposed to pine after more so they take the other one and let him have the relationship stuff I don't know I'm t- ask your wife frankly yes, yes. that's not for frankly. me that's really not for me to know um, if I yelled out yeah, I don't know. Here, she might actually think I'm having a problem so I'm not going to do that it but could, no it crossed my mind <laughs> it could be that. Um, w- our view of Sam is just so horribly perverted at this point because of the Monster of the Week version of Sam. Sure, sure, yeah. That uh, it just seems this way. Um, but you know, he's just open, bro. He's an open he's guy. Just, he's just feeling it. You know, he I, um, needs a little bit of love. So the crew all goes to the weirdo hotel. They see a weird guy coming from the basement. Um, that's really awkward. And when they go in. <laughs> Um, Dude's just staring at him, just, all of them, and Sam gives him a wave. The guy just kind of like stomps away. Sam's wave is is extremely <laughs> precious in this whole thing. Uh, yeah. When they walk inside, Tasha's there. Even though we saw her die, she's just right there. Um, yeah, uh, pretty confident I saw her die. They all head up to Tasha's hotel room for wine. Uh, Tasha says her phone hasn't been charging, and uh, there's a thing of like, oh, but you know, Alicia's like, you always call on the fourth day of the hunt. And I'm like, well, that's a good system. Um, and like while all of this is going on, Tasha is pouring a glass of wine and you hear this weird crack and she like kind of flinches and they're like, are you okay? She's like, oh, I'm fine. And she pours the wine for everybody. And then she goes into the other room where her finger is like at a 45 degree angle from where it should be. Mm -hmm. And Chris, I don't know if you've seen the movie death becomes her. Have you? Yeah, I have dude. I, I grew that was one of the movies I grew up with and like just absolutely fell in love with and thought it was completely crazy wow. and wacky and I I have such a huge affinity for like people having to deal with their weird falling apart bodies in gross ways <laughs> um so, like you know with like, I, I think it's it can't be Bette Midler or Goldie Hall I don't remember who was in Death Becomes Her but it's one of them like walking around with a giant shotgun hole in her stomach for a while and it's yeah, just drinking yeah. and wine is pouring out like when she when we saw the finger and she just cracked it back in place I was like oh yeah we're doing we're it get weird I'm excited let's get it and so yeah I was I was on board for this immediately yeah um it's it's unsettling in a way that's a little bit different because it, in, in no way shape or form does it seem sinister like we know something happened, but she's being so like chill and normal, and she's like, all right, her finger broke, but like, what's what's going on here? She dead? Like, what what's happening? She's being so normal. Um, so it kind of it put me off guard. I didn't know what to expect. It got me too. I'll I'll probably talk about this a little later in the episode, but the like at the 
towards the middle before the big reveal, I'd kind of forgotten that she was supposed to be dead. <laughs> I was just really, cause she, she's such a great actress and yeah. the, she gets along so well with the two witch kids. Like everything was going so well. I just completely blanked on it. I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot. We have to do a thing. Um, Sam volunteers to go get vegan food, which I was really surprised that we didn't get like a Dean comment on. I'm, I guarantee you there's a behind the scenes somewhere with yeah, him. Well, Dean's in a room full of vegans. So he's like, he knows he's Can't outnumbered. Really, First of yeah. all, it's, he kind of like, he kind of looked like he scoffed at the wine too. Um, like, like, Oh, we're going to sit around and drink wine. Really? But then once Sam was like, Hey, I'll go get the, I'll go get the food or whatever. He pours Sam's wine into his own glass, and 100%. suddenly Dean just seems like, "Oh, this is this is pretty good." Dean seems so <laughs> relaxed around this like yeah. crazy family, and I just absolutely that's one of the reasons I really love this episode is because of this energy, this vibe that we're going through. Um, yeah, we go back over to Ketch and Mary, who are finished with this with the shifter, and Ketch is like, "Hey." Uh, torturing that that chick that looked like you, and then that w- man that kind of looked like me, uh, really gave me a hard on. Can you can you take care of me right here? Like, can we go find a closet somewhere? And Mary's like, uh, yuck, dude. No, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent no, my friend. I am sorry that you feel this way. All set with that one, my man. No, Ugh. thank you. Uh, gross. She hasn't seen this side of catch before. Um, we've been exposed to this, obviously, because we've seen him kill the psychic girl we've seen him kill uh federal agents we've seen him at the very beginning torturing weird goblin creatures uh so we kind of knew that this was coming but she had not seen this and she is very turned off yeah um because as much as she might be maybe a bit more ruthless than i don't know i mary's just a hunter mary's just a regular hunter she's just good at it but she still has some decency yeah, like the the shifter didn't kill like a family member, so she's not gonna like rip its skin off, right? Like it's gonna take right. like some personal right. shit for for Mary to go all you know torture chamber. Whereas Ketch just seems to be able to turn that shit on at any time. I um and I'm I, I like this too because uh you know she he's like you know we don't need a conscious we're just we're the the British men of letters and I'm like what wouldn't you just call yourself the men of letters, bro? But whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. it's very very I. Still really understand that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, we go back over to Dean um, because she calls Dean back um, and Dean is looking at his phone, like waiting for her to call back when Tasha comes over and Dean and Tasha have this conversation about parents. Cause he says, you know, you, you have really good kids. She's like, I got lucky. He's like, no, 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 no. Like I can tell like they're, they're, you know, you did a good job. And she's like, look, the thing about parents is they always seem like super smart and strong, but they're, they're just people. Um, yeah. And I, I, I like this conversation. Like, again, Dean just like, just fucking Dean just like, I just have to have family around. But like, if this dude just had a life, he would love it so much. Every time we've seen him surrounded with like rules and, 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 and just like a fucking sense of normalcy, he has thrived. Remember young Dean at the, at the boys' oh, home, yeah. like going to prom and, and getting wrestling trophies? Like, he thrives in a good environment, Chris. Just needs a little bit of stability. Just and needs it's, some fucking it's- stability. This is like the perfect place for Dean because it's a functional family of people who care for each other, but who are also all in the life. So yes. it's not like this is some, you know, separate secret thing. Like when he tried to live with Lisa, even though they were aware of stuff, it just like that was never going to work because he was living two lives. Here, you wouldn't have to live two lives. You would, they would just be all part of the same thing. And it's, it just seems so healthy <laughs> compared to what we're used to. It, it really, and like the boys have been. I think in a relatively good place, at least with each other, like there's been some stuff with Mary, but like it's been a few episodes since the boys have really butted heads. And the only thing that's mm-hmm. been about is the British men of letters, right? Like Sam wanting to join and nobody else really 
um and, and dean not really liking that but like going along to get along essentially so it's like it's not like that their family has been super dysfunctional as of late but i think that there's a core like just sense of family like that familiar 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 ugh, i can't say it Famil- familiar i was gonna familial? say familial there you go that's that one <laughs> Jesus Christ! Every once in a while, my first grade stutter comes back, and I'm like, oh, I, can't, I can't say that word. Sorry. <laughs> when I was when I was just reading my thing, not only was there a word that I wrote that I also knew that I didn't know how to pronounce, I just feel like I get caught in my mouth, and I do a goddamn podcast. <laughs> Serious, dude. It's so bad. Uh, so, but th- there's a sense of love between them that I think that is missing with the Winchesters right now. Even though we're seeing this, right? Like we're seeing the dean and mary specifically go back and forth with this like they obviously it's there they just haven't been able to experience it with one another and i I feel like it's something that dean has been craving especially with how crazy his life is i keep wanting in one of these messages from mary to just be like listen i love you guys i miss you guys i never learned how to be a mom i was a mom to a little boy for four years that wasn't enough experience for me to have a motherly relationship to two 40 year olds. That's like, I know we've talked about this previously, but when we couple of their phone calls, like I kind of wish that she would just like own up to it. Like, Hey, I'm struggling with like how to navigate this weird relationship that we have. And I feel like they'd be like, Oh no, totally <laughs> makes sense. Cause we're old now. Exactly. Um, yeah. but Tasha's comment about, uh, how, you know, your parents, you just find out that they're just messed up people. Um, or they're just regular people, whatever that I think that, that We'll probably come back into play at some point. I hope so. I'm uh, in I'm, regards to the relationship between Dean and Mary. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope it does because they, they definitely seem to be leaning into it with this episode. So I hope that it continues on for the rest of season twelve. Um, Mary listens to Dean's voicemail, and as she's going to Mick's office, she overhears Catch on the phone talking about like some certain package. Um, she almost gets busted eavesdropping when she comes over and's like, "Hey, I always use Mix." computer to look at my email and he's like that's fine but you know i'm gonna definitely stand over your shoulder like a crazy fucking creepy person and she's like okay chris did you pause this did i pause it yeah the the, the screen for email uh no i didn't should i have Um, because there's a biggerson's ad in there i saw that there's the biggerson's ad i took a screenshot um and i put it in the server today because i was floored by some of the, by, by by Sam's email from four days before she checked it. Oh my god! Uh, Sam's subject line: What was the name of that guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm sure the subject is like you know the guy. Love you like a best son ever, Sam Winchester. Right? Like that was what's in the rest of that message. Dean, meanwhile, is like last case details. Another one says thanks for the info. Another one is like just checking in. Um, also of note in this, like, it's obviously like a Gmail thing. So there's some stars in here and the only email that it starred is from online games with the subject of win big today, which makes me think that Mary <laughs> plays a lot of online poker. She wanted to save that win big email. Like, man, that's interesting. 27 credits. I can get on some five card Texas. Hold them. Let's do this. She ain't playing. She's she not ain't fucking playing. playing. I mean, she's, she is playing, but she ain't playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining Sam emailing her be like, so, uh, what was the name of that guy? She opens up the email. It's like who you who you had kids with? What was that guy's name? <laughs> the that one that dude? you got you you had two kids with them, right? Yeah. What, I was, mean, it? what was his name? She's like uh, Ron. Something? John. Ron. Something your, like your father. Oh, okay. So then, all right. So that was dad. That the same guy. Those are the same, same guy, guy. Same guy. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm so uh, sorry. We're working this case with Kelly Klein. She got a nephilim. I'm just trying to figure out how the whole mom dad pregnancy things works. So that was okay. okay. I'm writing this okay. down. Okay. So, so you John, were, you were pregnant at one point, and she's like uh sam twice what are you talking about i was pregnant <laughs> twice oh oh really two times 
Yes, Sam. <laughs> what do you Sam. mean? Okay, so wait. So what was the f- uh, the first time, Dean? Right? Yes. Yes, Sam. So what was yes, the second absolutely. time? Absolutely, Sam. It was with you, Sam. I, I was pr- I was pregnant with you. I had you. You came. So from I my was body. pregnant. No, you, I was you were not too. pregnant, Sam. I don't remember You were that. not pregnant, Sam. I was, I was oh. pregnant with you. You, as far as I know, are unable to get pregnant. Although, you know, we live oh. in a world of magic, and it's, it could be a lot of things happening over there, so I don't know. Okay, so John Winchester, my dad. Yes. Also, Dean's dad? A hundred percent, yes. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. He's just, she hears scribbling of notes. She's like, what are you writing? <laughs> you're writing this down for? That better not be in his diary. If you're putting this in it's his not, fucking journal. It's not. All right, okay, gotta talk to you, talk to you later. <laughs> we forgot we were having an email correspondence in the middle of that, but I yeah. like it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, change to a phone call for sure. <laughs> uh, what was the name of that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, don't you text? This is so obviously Sam. a texting question. <laughs> I don't know, Sam, did you go to college? Don't you know email etiquette? <laughs> He's like, not a real college. You'll be surprised to learn that yeah. most of my <laughs> most of my friends were demons. <laughs> and they don't demons don't use email. We had blackberries though. Um she also gets an email from Mick saying that he'll be in London for a lot longer and uh and she automatically she starts thinking that something weird is going on. Yeah, he's like, have a point for me. And she's like, why would you that's so fucking weird? Um <laughs> Meanwhile, our crew is living it up, man. I, there's so very few times that you see like these crews of hunters just having a good time. And both times I think that it's happened uh recently, it's been with the witch kids. So I just associate the yeah. witch kids with positive times. But they're having because they're bringing they're bringing drugs. They're bringing to the drugs to the party. Yeah, they obviously are bringing so witch drugs. Everyone's having a really good time. Yeah, you yeah. may have smoked some weed, but have you ever smoked witch weed before? That shit will fuck you up. Dude's like which we yeah absolutely that shit will get you pregnant and sam's like wait a minute he's like that that oh, not that pregnant sam, sam don't start don't sam start gets a f- a full notebook out from his back pocket <laughs> faster than anybody whoa i'm sorry can, what can and we then go back to the witch spin, <laughs> and he's got the so what about pregnancy like no please sammy where are we at in this episode? The outside of the They're book. Chilling. The outside of the book just says the word pregnancy. <laughs> with a question mark after it. Filled with notes. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, so they're all having a good time. Sam delivers the food and pulls Dean out, and he's like, "Hey, that that real creepy dude that w- w- what blew my wave earlier. Uh, I, he's on a missing poster. Let's go check that shit out. But let's let the let's let these people catch up with themselves. Um, yeah. And Dean, of course, it, because it's an episode, leaves his phone behind by accident. Mm. Um, well, he he's been sipping on that wine. He's been a sipping bit, on so, a little more low, yeah. so he's a little loose. You know what I'm saying? He's got a little. He's a little loose. He's, he's more little, loose. I, I get a little forgetful <laughs> when I drink some wine. Oh, you know, dude, what? You get a little. You get that wine buzz. You having a good time? <laughs> you having a good time? You, you feel you feel phone. super smart for like approximately 30 minutes. Like you could just yeah, go on yeah. Jeopardy and just fucking win that motherfucker. Me, I've never tweeted. <laughs> I've never tweeted. <laughs> wow, that's what I say. <laughs> Um, so we, right. we go over to the old lady who's in her hotel room. Uh, she is humming. Daddy's going to buy you a mockingbird, which feels very weird and building a, a mm. weird twig person. So we know some shit's going on over there. She's, she's, yeah. she's, that's some witchy shit. Dean. I don't, I don't, that's some witchy. Sh- that's building a twig person is some witchy shit. Some witchy shit. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, um, back to Mary, she's calling Dean again. She leaves a message. She says, she's sorry. She wants to be there for them. All that. Um, but she just needs to finish this. I don't know. I don't know what she means by this. Just like all the monsters, if that's what she means. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I, I miss you. I love you. 
please tell Sam we'll have that pregnancy talk again later. We're gonna have to. We have to, you know. Obviously, John missed out on the bees part of the conversation of the birds yeah. and the bees. So I got to explain <laughs> some stuff to him. Dee's Dee's listening to this voicemail, just looking at Sam, who's like digging around in the trunk or something. He doesn't know Dee's looking at him. Just, like, just utterly is your perplexed. problem. What is your, what is your deal, Sam Winchester? <laughs> Sam is like expertly like cleaning and loading nine different pistols all at once, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know how babies doesn't are born. Know how babies are born. Doesn't doesn't quite have it down yet. Hasn't figured it quite out yet. Um, yeah. I, I he thinks this, it's a spell. He's pretty sure it's a spell. It's, just, it's definitely a spell. It involves blood. He knows that one hundred percent for sure. <laughs> He's confirmed. He hasn't asked anyone, but he, he is, is already confirmed for sure that. that it means it means blood. Uh, this voicemail, I think, is uh, I, I had the same reaction to you of like finish what like her her stated goal with the British Men of Letters has been like this is a chance to wipe out monsters and possibly free us from the life. But like obviously at this point she's seeing something weird with the British Men of Letters, so maybe she means to like try to figure out what that is. But like you know, like it's just a weird thing to say because in between you know I, I want to be a good mother, I need to finish this, I miss you, I love you, and then hanging up. Um, it's just a just a, a weird thing. Well, a lot of weird stuff going on here. I just feel like Mary adding one or two more details into the voicemail could have saved us a whole lot of trouble yep. throughout this. Mm-hmm. All I keep thinking, um, Max. Is he... Oh, no. All right. Not Max yet. The boys go down to the cellar, finally, to go check out where the missing guy was hanging out at. So they break in, they open the door, and it stinks. The the stench of death just kind of crawls out at them. And Dean does the thing like, all right, Sammy, go ahead. And I expected more of a petulant brother thing here, because Sam was like, no, dude, you go. He he pulls the little brother card, and then Dean just goes, yeah, all right. And then he walks in first. (laughs) There was no, there was no further argument. There was yeah. no further brother squabbling. He just like, all right, yeah, I'll go. Uh, and they get down there, and sure enough, they find the corpses of all the missing people, mm-hmm. including Tasha, who we are seeing upstairs right now. So this is a little confusing. Um, meanwhile, Max decides he's got a date with the bartender that they met at the vegan restaurant. So he steals Alicia key, Alicia's keys. I almost said Alicia keys, which would be a totally different <laughs> thing. Totally different thing. Um, and he goes down and he sees the light on and down there. So he goes to check it out before they can stop before they can stop him. He sees Tasha and of course uh, is freaking out. And um, the actor that plays Max, um, whose name is Kendrick Sampson, um, does a really, really good job selling the emotion of this it, man. Dude. I just like you, you can see his heart breaking during this. It's so sad. Um, we go back over to Mary uh, who is looking through like the inventory of British Middle Letters for the package that uh, Catch mentioned on the phone. And of course, it's just Mick's body. Like, we don't see it. She opens it up and she's like, oh, that's Mick. He's got a hole in his head. Um, that sucks. And um, as she's leaving, she's like, kind of she sees Catch coming down the hall. She doesn't want to confront him yet. So she's like trying to get into these rooms. Uh, eventually, somebody comes out of one of them and she sneaks in behind and it's a room with a just a full on like you know it's a it's a serial killer wall it's a hunter wall mm-hmm. but it's like a fancy mm-hmm. one right like it's a, it's a bunch of yeah. screens it's a, they're on computer screens yeah. instead of just taped to the wall um and it's all of the hunters that we know it's Sam Dean it's Eileen it's Claire it's Garth uh it's you Garth know, on the map Garth on the map dude Garth is like I did not want to be in here this is this is about I am a werewolf now not a hunter yeah, yeah. um but and then she's like 
clicks on a thing and obviously it's Sam and Dean talking in the privacy of the bunker so she knows that they're bugged and she immediately calls Sam talking shit about catch <laughs> <laughs> fucking great uh, she she calls Dean and leaves a voicemail saying like there's something up and I've been like I would have been like hey the, the British men of letters are bugging the bunker like get the fuck out yeah because she doesn't know they could be back at the bunker any second now exactly yeah like I, I was and it's this is a TV show thing I know it is but it's yeah. so frustrating yeah um even if she just said hey something's up with the british men of letters uh talk to you soon like watch your step whatever like anything anything she doesn't tell them what it is but now they're on their guard but no we don't get anything and i get it we gotta build that tension she doesn't uh, she doesn't think she's about to get into a fist fight right now so she thinks she's gonna have time so catch walks in and catches her yeah wow he catch catches her catch catches her uh she says you know i know about um I know about Mick, and he says it was an unfortunate werewolf mishap, and she said a werewolf shot him in the head, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> that's yeah. actually a good line. And he is like, that's not under, like, it's not impossible that that happened. Um, and then we get, like, this kind of extended fight scene um, as they really go to town on each other, um, and a couple of times, like, Ketch, like, holds her up at the wall and choking her, and he's, like, leaning in for what looks like a kiss. Like, yeah, it seemed like he was, very creepy. he was directed to make this, like, like, do you remember when, um, oh, the fucker, I can't believe I can't remember her name again. The, the first night of hell that we met, not Alana, um, Abaddon. Abaddon and Dean had Ab- that fight. Yeah, Alana. Yes. That, yeah, definitely Alana. Um, Alana, the night of hell, like, of course. Um, <laughs> like, okay. But like, do you remember when they had the super sexy fight? Um, like yeah. it feels like that they're trying to do that here, but like Mary just looks pissed and like, she wants to completely like fuck him up. And I find it a lot harder to buy with him literally punching just a normal human woman as opposed to Dean, like fighting a knight of hell. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's super creepy. Um, it feels th- threatening in a very gross way. Um, but thankfully Mary keeps winning, like literally every exchange that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, kicks his ass showing that she's just so much more formidable of him than him. Um, the only thing that I noticed, I texted you, this was she, she throws like a devastating, combo at him and then she stands there with her hands down and waits for him to punch her back um and it's like i know it's again it's a tv thing they're having a tv fight but it just seems like if she's supposed to be this competent he could still be getting hits in on her but she stands there with her arms down and takes a punch to the face like he had to fully turn around and strike her and and smart mary winchester stands there and she takes it and it's just like come on we don't need that don't direct it a little bit differently so i don't see her just standing there taking a hit um at a, for some reason, at a certain point, she takes up brass knuckles, and he's like, "Those are Anokia brass knuckles. Those can't hurt me." I'm like, dude, they're still they're brass knuckles. Still brass fucking knuckles. Yeah. She's gonna knock your teeth out. And, uh, uh, instead, she just obliterates uh, the family jewels down there, mm-hmm. and then uh, clog clogs them in the face with the with, with the knuckles. Uh, he also, during this exchange, admits to cleaning up after the boys. He's insulting them, uh, calling them super sloppy. He admits to killing the psychic and killing the FBI people, saying he's been cleaning up after them for months um he calls her a bitch at some point and i'm i'm convinced mm-hmm. that he loses the accent while he does it i don't know why that that bugs me for, for some reason it does i don't i don't i don't know why it was coming from a deep dark place that's why super strange that happened here and then yeah she she hits him in the face with the brass knuckles and but as she's about to walk away he gets her in the back with the taser um yeah i really wanted her to win this fight i under i understand like mm-hmm. the, the narrative that they're going for so like the boys are gonna have to save mary and all of that stuff like i, I, I can see where a lot of this is going just really wanted mary to win like i feel like mary mm-hmm. is such a fucking badass and i just at all times i want to see her be a badass like i just want to see that that, that just thrown in the face of just i just want to see that yeah. be interesting like i want it to i want it 
to, I don't know. I just want to see that like subvert expectations more than I want to yeah. see like yeah. this whole like yeah, cause she like she line. did she did win, but of course he's still got one more trick up his sleeve, exactly. and you know yeah. that's yeah it's tough. So uh, we go back over to Max, who bursts back into the hotel room, uh, grabs Tasha, starts shaking her and demanding who she is. He casts Reveal, uh, and then the old witch from across the room senses that magic is being used and starts sending the other two stooges, the other two like dolls that I think she calls them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she him. calls them dolls. Um, as Max and Dean, well, Tasha, this doll is like, he, there's a witch at the end of the hall. Um Sam, excuse me, Max and Dean go run to the end of the hall. He sees the guy that was on the missing poster, and Max just literally like magics that dude out the window to the floor. It's below. cool as fuck. Dude, this dude looks cool casting magic. I, I, dude, like <laughs> this purple light, I love it for some reason. It should be yeah, so cheesy, know. but like every time, like he's it, like Max is so fucking cool in this. I'm just, he's just so like, into he has it. like a good stance when he does it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, I don't know. He's just like, he's like, somebody needs to like hire this dude for a, he, I'm sure they have. Yeah. I haven't looked at IMDb, but like, I'm sure he's on some other stuff, but. He, this dude could be a really good X-Man, right? Like, this dude could, mm-hmm, like, have mm-hmm. some superpowers and really show him off. Um, it's all about that body language, and he just got it. Tasha collapses uh, as Max bursts in on the old witch. Uh, Dean is with him. Dean is immediately slammed down into a very comfortable-looking chair. <laughs> uh, but he loses yeah, he's, his he's, gun. He's good to go. Yeah. He's good to go. <laughs> Dean's like, in. wow, I have been in so many more uncomfortable spots than this. You have no idea. Dean looks idea. over and he sees the glass of wine just out of reach. He's God just damn it. slowly trying me. to pull it closer. Can you not get a straw over here or anything? Like, if you guys are going to be at this for a while... Um, uh, Sam is trying to comfort Alicia when the hotel dude starts sh- shows up. And so he has to, um, it like Sam starts punching him and the dude, like more of death becomes her stuff, man. I love it. He punches mm-hmm. him and like the neck goes all crooked and he has to like pick it up again. And like, it's just not, Sam's not going to win this fight. Like this is a, uh-huh. just a uh-huh. this is a dude made of twigs. Like he's not going to win yeah. the fight. He's just fighting. He's fighting a bag of sticks. He can't win. Yep. Um, and then we get a, uh, like an, an exposition dump from the old witch. Mm-hmm. Um, she reveals that, uh, more or less like you said earlier she sold her soul for more power um and she's about to die so her her clock is is ticking i guess that they're going to be dragged down to hell and she wants to give up her power transfer it to somebody else in order to save her own soul i don't know if that's in the rules if you're allowed to do that this uh, this the, this whole thing doesn't make sense to me because like doesn't it feel like if she's doing all this bad shit, she would just go to hell naturally anyway? Like, yeah. it doesn't feel like a yeah. get out of hell free pass doing this. It just feels like a like no. get out of your demon deal pass. So maybe, I don't know, maybe because it's tied to the ring, it seems to be tied to the ring that she wears, that I don't know if she thinks, oh, if I hand off this ring, if I don't have it anymore, if somebody else has this now, the deal is on them. I don't know. I'm not, it doesn't, the logic doesn't really matter for the, for the plot of it. I guess it just makes sense. She wants somebody to pass this on to in the meantime she's just been like prop- propositioning people essentially and then when they don't agree she turns them into a worker person and a lot of this exposition is done by her casting a spell and forcing uh max and dean both to experience the exchange she had with tasha where tasha's you know strapped to this table Tasha refuses the request, spits in her face, um, and then the chick like literally tears out her heart and stuffs it in a thing. Forcing Max to watch his own mother's gruesome fucking death mm-hmm. is like, you remember how excited I was about this family <laughs> at the beginning of this yeah. episode? Like, I, and I know it's supernatural, man. I just, I just was so into. And again, this is the point where I was like, oh yeah, like none of that was real because it was a twig version of his mother, not like the, it, not his real mother. Yeah, and it does a weird thing where it's like she has 
all of her memories and everything. So yeah. effectively, it's a perfect copy. You could argue this is her. At least it thinks it's her. So for all intents and purposes, it is. Except for the caveat that she can now control it. And that it's made of uh, twigs. Yes, and that also it's made of twigs. That's a, that's a very yeah. important thing. Um, I I I just like I feel so bad for Max right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what turns it's, people into hunters is because we get is, to see is trauma. Yeah, is absolute yes, trauma, yeah. and it really to have to go through something like this after you've already been a hunter for a long time, especially mm-hmm. as cool as these people are. Man, I just like it. It, it gets me how. Um, it just gets me how much I invested I was into the character, right? Like I was just, I yeah. was super into it. So I guess I'll just. We stop talk there. about these witch kids since the first time they showed Dude, up. The witch like, kids they, are so good. There was something about them that was just cool, and and um, yeah, it sucks to see this really cool family dynamic that we haven't really seen in other characters in Supernatural. Not to this, like everybody's just so chill. Like everybody's just like drinking wine, hanging out, hunting monsters. This dude's got an awesome body posture when he casts spells. Like everybody's just vibing. We're having a good time. We're having some great time. This is the coolest witches have ever been, by the way. Like we are, we are having a great time with witches right now. They've all got like cool jewelry and like cool spells. I'm into, I'm into this. Um, Everybody's, everybody's having a good time except now we're not. Um, And I, I, Oh, I know that we're kind of we're setting things up for the boys to now kind of unpack their own family drama because this this is in their complicated relationships with their mom and all this stuff, what they do for each other. But yeah, it's just it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Um, Max tries to use his power on the old witch and it doesn't work. Um, this it just kind of just goes just goes off of her, just slides off of her, and she's like, "Hey, I'll why don't you take this power? And if you do, like, you'll get to keep your your mom doll. Like that'll that all these people will be yours." Um, and Max is, you know, in this traumatic position he's been put in, it looks like he's considering it. Um, back in the room, Sam manages to throw off the the dude, uh, and he turns toward Alicia just in time to see the doll version of Alicia's mother stab her through the stomach. Um, yeah. Which, fuck, dude, like, insult after injury, man. Like, I was, mm-hmm. here I was, like, really enjoying three people of color, you know, <laughs> on Supernatural, looking cool, yeah. using powers, and then this happens, and now all of them basically are corrupted or dead? Or, so, yeah, yeah. Man, this- at this point, I was the most pissed off about it. And, it, you know, it's not like it's necessarily bad writing. It's just no, like we've not seen at all. this kind of thing so many times that it's like, it just sucks. It, um, and, th- and I think that's the worst thing is like they it was good enough writing to get me invested in the characters mm-hmm. like it's not even mm-hmm. like they're throwaway characters I was legit into it and that's what made me mad about it and then also like yeah. the meta part of come on Supernatural like first Billy mm-hmm. not even first Billy but just Billy recently and then right. you know the, the other angel guy that got that got jacked like uh, you know it's just come on um, the uh, yeah they it's just you know keep just just let's keep some people around please for the love of God Max is just about to take the the witch's ring when Dean um, manages to set the wine glass down, pick up the gun, and shoot the witch with witch-killing bullets. Uh, And as soon as he does, all of the dolls fall apart. Uh, Max is kind of, like, shocked a little bit. They hear Sam scream for Dean. Uh, He's Mm -hmm. trying to keep Alicia alive, but she dies before Dean and Sam, uh, excuse me, Dean and Max come back into the room. And just like, you know, he collapses dude. again. And like in the space of what feels like 20 minutes, this dude's entire world gets fucking torn apart. And it just makes yep. my heart break for this guy. Like, I am so sad about this. Like, it fucking ruined me when I was watching. Yeah, it's it's incredibly tragic. And we just have to watch this dude act 
again, which he fucking does. He looks he looks like this just happened to him, and it's and it's awful. Um, straight up the worst day of this dude's life, Jeremy. Straight up the worst day of this dude's life. Like I don't remember what inspired him to be a hunter. <laughs> like I think their dad was a hunter. Okay, or yeah, their like, dad was a witch. And so was their mom. Yeah. Or something. I, I, so they were just already kind of in it. You know, I don't remember what the, what the quite what the story was, but like, this feels like the origin story of, of what happened. So, yeah. Um, it sucks. it sucks for this dude pretty hard. It does. We, uh, from here, time skips a little bit. Um, we go to the, the boys outside. Max is looking despondent. The boys try to offer some consolation and he kind of just, just stop talking. Just absolutely stop talking. Uh, he says, so I expected him to sort of like blame Dean and obviously he's like really pissed at them. Just, I don't know if really pissed is the right word, but Dean kind of made that decision for him and shot the witch. And, um, I don't think he's really angry at them, but, uh, I was still sort of surprised. The first thing he comes out with is if I had just taken my sister seriously, none of this would have happened. Like I could have saved her or we could have been more careful or we would have known something was up with mom. Maybe we could have got here sooner. I, I just appreciated that that was his, first takeaway not that he needs to be standing around blaming himself but for half this episode we heard him just like kind of laughing off his sister's worry because he's like mom's fine dude like there's no reason to be stressed out about this um i don't know it just it just seemed like an interesting i I was i was surprised i was surprised that he said this in this situation and i was like damn he's he's really taking some responsibility for this not that it's his fault but it's it's a, a different perspective than i expected Sam and Dean offered to go get supplies because they have to, you know, clean up the place. There's bodies everywhere. They have to burn mm-hmm. um, his family's bodies. Also, let's just—he was supposed to have a date. Supposed to have a date. Like this was like he met a cute guy at the at the. It was the bartender of a vegan restaurant. Like guaranteed cool points right there, right? I guess. And then I don't instead really of that, he found food, his mom's corpse. So. And then you know, very quickly after that, his his saw, almost saw his sister die in front of him. Um, really bad day. Kind of a drag. Um, Sam and Dean say like, Hey, we got to burn these bodies. And he's like, I'll do it myself immediately. Immediately. I was like, Max, don't do it, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Max, don't mm-hmm. do, don't fucking do it. My dude. I know what you're about mm-hmm. to do. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we go to the Apollo, uh, where Dean is kind of having the same reaction that I had, which is like, I was just in the room with this absolutely like loving family. And now it's just fucking gone. Um, as he's talking this like weird, kind of country music song starts playing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe bluegrass. And I'm thinking about it. I can't remember quite, uh, but Max, we see Max pick up Alicia's body, laser out on a, um, laser out on a bed. He grabs the spell book and the ring, uh, the witch's ring. He builds or uses the existing, uh, twig effigy cuts out Alicia's heart to remake her. And uh, pretty, pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. She she wakes this up. This is right after Dean saying, you know, Sam, we do terrible things all the time to save each other. That's what we do for each other. That's, you know, yes, family. Mm-hmm. Who am I to stop him? And when he said that, I was like, damn, you know, kind of has a point. That's what this show has led us to believe will happen. And then sure enough, he's cutting out his own sister's heart to bring her back. It's um, it's rough. And <laughs> and is he dooming himself in the process? Does he has he now willingly like taken up the consequences of this deal that this other woman made or is he just using this magic i don't know hey either way and fucking spinoff show let's 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 like i, I would be which into kids this. which kids you know on cw one of them's fall. made of twigs yeah <laughs> one of them's made of twigs the other one is a witch and he looks cool when he casts spells i'm sorry what's the what was the first one, one of them is made of twigs <laughs> okay I, I did hear that right okay oh man um 
Alicia gets up. Uh, she's immediately concerned. She has no memory. She's of what like, well, what the hell happened? She's like, but she's like, what happened? You know, did I get too drunk? And she sees blood all over his hands. And he's like, don't worry about it. I, we got to get out of here now. And she's like, all right, let's go. Um, as they leave, he grabs the stuff up in his hands, uh, sets her body on fire. So this is, this is definitely twig girl uh, that he will have mm-hmm. to explain to her at some point. Um, Sam. I, I was hoping he was going to bring back the mom too, but I, I, her heart's already been used in a different spell, I guess. So Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, they killed the witch, so all the other ones died, but this was done afterwards. So maybe if the transfer of power had happened or I don't know. Like, you know, who knows? Um, I'm pretty sure that this never comes up again in Supernatural, by the way. Just a, just a bummer. And I'm kind of just, I, I wouldn't want the boys to hunt this dude. I wouldn't want that plot line, but, you know, I'd. I think these are really interesting characters and I think maybe just the actor just moved on. Like he's in some other shit now he's on HBO. Yeah. So I just sort of expected, um, the British men of letters to kill them or something. Are, are you, and th- that could be like, you know, I'm looking at IMDB and seeing that they're not in another episode. Um, so I, mm-hmm. maybe they just get killed off screen, right? Like maybe that's a thing that happens. I don't know. Cause it's the British men of letters. Maybe they just go like, off and it's like, Hey, you got this fucked up problem to deal with. Now the boys have dealt with plenty. Um, you can just deal with it off screen, I guess. So, uh, Sam is asleep, um, on the Impala. He, Dean is checking his voicemail. He gets the first one from Mary and he's like, that's super nice. Then he gets the second one and he tries to wake Sam up, Sam up, but Sam doesn't wake up. Um, and before we can really get a grasp on that, uh, we see Mary in the torture chair. This time it is Mary and her phone rings. Uh, and of course it's Dean, which our old friend Toonie sends to voicemail. Uh, yeah. and Toonie, who had recently turned Sam's foot into a bloody hot dog, sits mm-hmm. down in front of Mary and says, let's begin. And that's where the episode yeah. ends. Yeah. The, the thing with Sam, it's like, did is I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah. Did he just not wake up yet? Cause he's really dozing or like, what is going on? Is here? he just super sleepy? What's happening right now? Like, did he get, just wear himself out thinking about, you know, how, how babies are done? <laughs> Yeah, he's been really worked out that notebook. He's all tuckered out, falling into it. But yeah, I kind of almost forgot about that with the end of the episode and Toonie coming back. Um, it sort of slipped my mind that yes, like Dean has to do a very like dramatic second yell to Sam yeah. and he doesn't respond either time. Um, so we'll have to see what happens with that. I, I um, I'm 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 okay seeing Toonie back. By the way, um, I, yeah, she was fine. I, she was fine. I really enjoyed it when uh, Mary Winchester punched her in the face that one time. I thought that was super dope, mm-hmm. very cool. I'm excited to see that dynamic back. I liked Toonie more than I liked Mick and Catch combined. So like, mm-hmm. I think she's more interesting um, a- antagonist um, than the other ones. Absolutely. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I was cool with this. I dude, what they're doing with the quote British men of letters is really irritating to me, and um. I today I was looking at some stuff on my media server where I keep some episodes of supernatural. So I I had to open one of them up to test something. And, um, I don't remember what episode it was. It was, I think it was in season nine. And the, the like previously on segment was the all about them meeting their grandfather. And it's really mm-hmm. hard to remember that because they keep mentioning that they're legacy for men of letters, but like, it's really hard to remember that they were, you know, literally they're in the bloodline. Yeah, and when we meet the grandfather, who is you know trans transported through time, he is he's kind of a nerdy dude. But the way he talks, the way we see the men of letters through him is this organization that's devoted to studying everything. And I I have a real hard time gelling this idea of a ruthless, cold killing machine of an organization that the British seem to be accomplishing 
with the like studious nature of everything that we've seen with the Americans. And I'm also like, there's this enormous question in my mind, which is when, um, Alana is the, one of the princes of hell, as we know, um, <laughs> when Abaddon goes and murders, uh, basically all of the men of letters in America, which is mm-hmm. just the one chapter, why the Brit- Brits didn't jump in then. And why they, yeah. when this thing happened, if they have these places all over the world and I don't know, man, it just, it really, really, really bugs me because I thought when we found the Men of Letters, it was such a cool concept. I loved this mm-hmm. idea of the, just the the differences between the studious side and like the the fucking grudge work guys, right? Like I thought that was really yeah. cool. I liked that the the boys were straddling that line. I really liked the idea that like they there was some p- political stuff and like some infighting between them. All of that stuff was really cool. And then the British middle letters come along and it's like, kill everybody. We have no conscience. Yeah. And I just think it's such it's, a lame and like abruptly easy way to take on that organization. Yeah. I mean, does anybody like this plotline in the fandom? Is it, is it well regarded in I any way, shape or form? I really don't know. Because it just seems like, yeah, it is sort of stepping on everything that's come before. Like the British or rather the men of letters had this sort of ambivalent researcher approach to everything that was happening around them, almost to do nothing study everything we will just gather this data like scientists rather than the hunters who are the people out there doing the grunt work who were sort of kind of like looked down upon as like exactly. they're just yeah they're just the grunts out there dude they don't understand i mean of course the, the men of letters did develop different spells and things like that and people did get their hands dirty from, from time to time but it was more of an academic pursuit uh you know a, a society of people who like-minded people who wanted to study the occult and all this stuff and um and it was a cool juxtaposition against hunters. And then you've got the like MI6 super soldiers over uh, in the British Men of Letters who were like forced to kill their childhood friends for no reason <laughs> so that they're dumbest, strong enough like mentally to yeah, I just, hunt vampires. Just I fucking know. ridiculous. Like, and, and also like that aspect of it too, which was, you know, the Men of Letters as presented to us in the show, they didn't do any hunting, right? Like the yeah. the whole reason that that one wizard guy like split off is because he wanted to do things he like he wanted to take it an extra level further and they, the men of letters was too conservative to do that they were they were observers and then like mm-hmm. to extrapolate that to like the murderous machine that that they built in catch like I just I just I just don't think it works and I'm and I, I don't I don't I really. I think that the British Men of Letters is around for like the rest of the series or whatever. Like, I don't know that they focus on them this much, but I think that they are around in some way. I don't know for sure. So like, you don't have to tell me if I'm wrong or not, but I, I just think that there was so much more of an interesting story that you can tell besides making catch this like stupid murder machine. And I'm, Mm -hmm. and I'm mad about it. (laughs) Like seeing, I hadn't really thought about it until I went back to that episode by, by happenstance and was like, just got the, you know, he's our granddad kind of thing. Um, and it got to really thinking about what I've really liked about the men of letters. And I, man, I just, I just got mad about it because it was right after I'd watched this episode and I was like, man, I just wanted to like it a lot more. Yeah. This episode is what great. The by happened? the way, like I, yeah, yeah, yeah other, yeah. other than, you know, it ruining my faves. I, I, and not even ruining other than it, like killing my faves. I, I, I think this episode is, is really, really outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a good episode across the board. It just, it is kind of weird. Like even, like is catch a big bad like i guess it's interesting for them to have a human opponent not that that's never happened before but like they can just shoot him or or like punch him enough times he dies like the the factor of like actually trying to overcome this great evil and and destroy it you know that that's eliminated i don't yeah dude what are we doing what are we doing 
Oh man. But I, you know, I, I do love a lot of this show. Um, I know I've been yeah, maybe kind of yeah. negative on it lately, but like there's, there's, you know, Sam and Dean doing shit. I'm, I'm kind of here for, it's just sometimes yeah. like this. So just does some, does some things that I'm like, come on, come on, we could do better. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Uh, maybe the Nephilim will be born and just wipe the British men of letters out and we'll just restart. Hell yeah. The Nephilim brings us back to the pilot. Yeah. Good. Mom's on a hunting trip. She's been gone for a few days. Woo. And then it's the Dean and Sam are both women. It's, it's all gender flipped, Chris. Fun, fun, fun. AO3.com slash MOTW is the place <laughs> for all of that stuff. Chris, any last thoughts? Um, no, I mean, I enjoyed the episode. I don't, you know, I don't like the things that happened in it, but at least it's, it's moved some pieces in some interesting ways. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We very much appreciate it. A number of you have written us lately and told us um, that you've been listening to the podcast. We very much appreciate that. Uh, we read all of that stuff, so thank you very much. Um, thank you to all of our patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, life is kind of crazy right now, so the fact that you guys are supporting us directly means a whole, whole, whole lot to us. Um, we appreciate it so much. Um, I just want to shout out like our whole Discord server. I don't think we've talked about it for a while, but um, there's been just some remarkable like conversations between people that have nothing to do with Chris and Jeremy or maybe even not supernatural. Um, there's like every other week people are getting together to watch TV shows and movies together. They called it hunky Sunday. I, it's absolutely <laughs> adorable. I just wanted to shout out everybody that's been in there and making that place super good because that's just means a lot to me. So thank you. Yeah. There's a lot of great people in there. We'll be back next week with Mary versus Toonie Bevel. Great. Gamers. Gamers. I was, uh, I missed your text because I was in a boss fight. Whoa. With a minotaur. Whoa. Killed him. Good. You're using the wrong mic. No, sorry. I'm just far away. Oh. Hey. Do yeah. I sound okay now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, that's that <laughs> sexy right. Chris voice that I'm used to. I'm going to put the mic down again. Hold on. <laughs> put, it, put it back down and pick it back up again. I get a thrill. <laughs> Hey, Jeremy, what do I sound like over here? You sound like a piece of shit, Kurt Moser. <laughs> what do I sound like when I'm in here? Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about, my dude, yes. Right. Gotta see how bad it is so I can get to appreciate how good it is. That's right. How are you doing, Mr. Moser? I'm doing okay, Mr. Greer. Um... Has anybody seriously <laughs> called you Mr. Moser before, like in the wild? Dude, Mr. Moser is literally all I was called in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I had, I had two older sisters, so every all the teachers knew my older sisters, so they already know the last name. <laughs> so they're like, all right, that's the one related to those pretty girls. Now we have this ugly, weird nerd. Damn. So I just got the Mr. Mosier treatment from everybody. And then I went to college, and everybody still somehow called me Mr. Mosier, except it was Mr. Mosher. And I'd be like, it's actually, I mean, it's Mosier. I don't really care, but it's Mosier. Um, and then it was, so I was just Mr. Mosher at college. <laughs> Somehow couldn't escape it. People just don't like Chris. It's just not, it's not enough there. It's not enough to chew on. I'm down, dude. I like Chris. I like Chris better than I do Mr. Mosher. That sounds like you yeah, sound like you're I mean, uh, like a upscale, like black metal fan or something. Yeah. It's, that ain't me. Everyone thought it was a fake name on MySpace. You know, I told you this. Um, maybe 2021, I'll start going by Christopher. You know, I'll really be, I'll really be filling out the, um, the limits of that name field, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your character creator, 10, 10 characters only. Well, I'm sorry, my first name is 11 characters. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. 
there's a there's a rap song uh where the guy goes on a spiel about his first name being a long string of alphanumeric and he just goes on for like a while <laughs> like encrypted by blah 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 yeah. and it's, it's a really good flow and it's like it's a really dope idea and he's like you know my last name is a idea of blah 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 and it's just really funny to me and uh didn't literally like elon musk actually do that i don't know man i've stopped paying attention to elon musk good i don't know why people worship that guy so much I've got a um I have an ex-girlfriend that is potentially interviewing or has interviewed for Tesla which I think wow. is really weird. I just saw that on Facebook. Wow. So. Huh. He's not even Tesla. Is Name it not- after yourself. Oh, he's not even fucking <laughs> Tesla. What he's not doing? even Mr. Nikolai. <laughs> Muscla. It probably has a lot worse ring to it though. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like that. What you been doing, my man? Um great question. Um pass. Um, Dare. What am I doing? <laughs> um, I need, see. I need, I need ten bars of uh, what's a good song? Uh, a meatloaf song that you know off the top of your head. So, either got it's either truth or dare, my man. This is what we're gonna do on Monster okay, of the Week this week. Okay, let's do it. No, let's see. We, G- me, Jess, and I watched um, anime called Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh huh. Um, it was very, very popular last year. But uh, I never got around to watching the anime. Very much not Jess's type of thing. Um, it's like shonen style, so it's like the art style itself is kind of like more appealing to like a young man and not uh, a, an adult woman. Okay. Um, usually she likes anime if it's like if it's pretty. That's her like yeah. That's her gateway in, and then she'll decide afterwards if she actually likes the show. But that's usually what draws her in if it's cute or if it's pretty or whatever. And me, I'm just like, how many swords it got? All right, I'm in, bro. How big um, are they? <laughs> how big are they? Bro, I f- I totally forgot to ask you. I came in here really quick. I asked you how many, but I also meant to follow up and say how big are how they? Big. I need to know the size and the quantity immediately. Um, but yeah, it's super, it's a very popular anime. I've read the manga. I just I had never watched the anime, and um, yeah, it was really good. It's um, despite it not being her thing. Quality. Did she? Did she? Did she, she was into it. it. She was okay. very into it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. We wouldn't have gotten past episode one um, <laughs> if if she wasn't into it. But um, yeah, it's a good time. It's about a. Um, takes place in taisho era japan which is like 1920s i think which is normally stuff like this it's either modern day or it's like feudal era um like warring states period which is like 1500s or something um so it's got you know a slightly more unique setting but it still has you know samurai swords and stuff like that and it's just it's demon slayer it's what you think it's about people who slay demons um but it follows a young kid whose family is um killed by demons and his sister gets turned into one um, and he vows to find a way to turn her back into a human again, because it's the only family he has left. Um, simple premise, but very well animated, animated, variable paced, very exciting, good time, very fun. Um, also surprisingly emotional throughout it, um, despite the fact that it's geared towards uh, a younger audience, probably. Eh, well, that's pretty violent. But either way, we watched all of that this weekend. That was that was a good time. When you say all of that, like anime is known to be like 77 episodes. Okay, yeah. So actually, there is there's. We watched. The, I bought the Blu-ray of it, and we watched the first half of season one. So I'm saying all of it. I actually, yeah, I've only literally I've only seen half of season ha- one. Half you, you, all of it being all that you have access to immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes more sense. It's been up for streaming forever. I just like the shows that I really like or the series I really like. I always like to buy because that's how I am. Sure. And I like I love 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 the manga. So I already knew I was going like the anime. Um, you just didn't know if so, Jess would like it. Yeah, yeah. But now she's hooked. Got her. So, got her. That was a good time. And then I got back into the Trails of Cold Steel game because, let's see, last. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. Anymore. I can, literally can't keep track of the years. I, pl- I played Trails of Cold Steel one 
for 200 hours yes. through multiple playthroughs during and this then podcast, finally if I remember yes and then finally yeah. was like all right time to move on to trails of cold steel 2 and i finished that up like days before trails of cold steel 3 came out or yep. days after i don't remember it was days before i, really, it's, I remember yeah. it's it's oh. so then i started cold steel 3 when it came out and but now i'm i'm fucking i'm on the back of 200 hours of, of these other games or whatever how many hours it was at that point so i ended up only playing that for about 20 hours only um and so now we're staring down the release of cold steel 4 at the end of october so now i gotta finish up three so i can be prepared for that so i can start it and then not finish it for a whole another year um so i we watched anime and i played trails and i got my gamer thumb back which is Ooh, i know there, it's, i know you hear gamer as a descriptor you think that must be good right no, no jeremy it's bad no, Jer- it's gamer bad. Thumb is bad it's, it hurts i have had um gamer hand quite a bit playing hades as i've talked about the you get last. that claw dude you get the claw around the 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 game pad uh-uh. I, just, I get into a situation with that game like if i was streaming that if it was on ps4 uh, and i was streaming it you could hear the controller in the background like be going because my go-to like maneuver and for most of the weapons is the dash strike um and i'm just constantly dashing around and killing things so it's just pop 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 like i'm a lot just of clicking and clacking just just hammering the controller as hard as imagine i imagine if you were playing with a mechanical keyboard no no the nobody, cacophony nobody should have one of those to begin with <laughs> um but yeah, like it's just, it just, it hurts my, it literally hurts my mm-hmm. hand. Like I was, I had a, I had a moment the other day where I had some time to play and I was like, you know, I could probably squeeze in another run real quick. I was like, but my hand really hurts. And so I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to go, I'll be productive. I'll go do uh, some chores, maybe like go clean something. And then I'll come back mm-hmm. in a little while while my hand has recovered. So I was a mature I gamer never, that day. Yeah, that's good. That's, that shows, that's a sign of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never really had any issues with my hand because of, a controller or whatever a little carpet tunnel little carpet tunnel back in the day when i played world of warcraft too much it's because i i didn't move i ate nothing but burger king it was it was you know there was a lot of issues it wasn't just carpal tunnel it wasn't just gamer hand um but this is from I, I was telling you i played every kingdom hearts game in a row and then i played sekiro right when that came out and i think it was just the constant tapping of like the same button for every single game i was playing and just the same repetitive motion it's not like you uh, are pressing it sometimes like in all those games you're constantly attacking you know you're always doing shit and it just like legit like fucked up my thumb a little bit and i forgot i crack my fingers constantly which is probably really bad but i do, I do it constantly Same and i went through a period of like almost a year where i couldn't crack my right thumb it just it wasn't happening which was bizarre for me like it was too painful to do it i finally i finally got through the pain whatever the issue was it went away um but it's back <laughs> it's back and i've i've brought it on myself it's from when I was holding the Vita trying to play Vagrant Story. It fucked my hands up. That's, that's Gamer Claw right there. You saw my hands from, from afar and you couldn't see what was in my hand. You, you, might turn, you might turn to Autumn. You guys are out in the woods with the Nox looking in at me saying, mm. that's game, those are Gamer Claws. Right gamer there. Claws. <laughs> Autumn, do you want to check these? Get, grab these Nox and check out those Gamer Claws. Get a load of these Claws, Autumn. <laughs> Tiffany is never going to believe we saw Gamer Claws at this time of year, but we did. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down in the book. Put it on the forget, Facebook. Forget birding. <laughs> this is this is this is. I was gamering is what this is. Yeah, we're we're gamer, out there trying to spot gamering. various gamers. Oh and man, that's the claw right there. I'm sure somebody has done that video, but like, and it, 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 I guess it's kind of in poor taste because you're literally making fun of somebody. But I feel like it's okay still to make fun of gamers in a way that it's not okay to make oh, fun yeah. of people for stuff they can't help. Um, yeah. 
but like I just going to a convention and like literally doing like a gamer spotting video, right? Like yeah, in yeah. his natural habitat, the, the anime shirt. <laughs> the, I was thinking, I was like, Pokemon what are the worst? Hitting. What are the worst fandoms out there? And I was trying to like, I was trying to make a hierarchy in my brain of like, what's so? Let's let's see, we got um, we got Star Wars fans. Okay, we've got um, we got Marvel fans. Mm-hmm. We've got gamers, and we've got anime fans. Um. I feel like are we, I feel like are Marvel we fans like Supernatural, Doctor Who. No, no, no. I'm just gonna go for these. I'm just gonna go, go for, for these, like these, these kind of bigger ones. The big ones that I kind of see a lot of. It's not okay. like specific shows or anything like okay. that. But um, so Marvel, I feel like they're they're the most boy. There's harmless. there's some Doctor Who fans out there that are I just just writhing <laughs> in anger right now that you put Star Wars above Doctor Who. Doctor oh, Who dang. has been on since the 40s. There were audio dramas. Chris, you need to shut the fuck up right now, man. Yeah, but I simply do not like Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> so Marvel movies, I feel like I mean people get really excited about them. People think that they're the finest cinema in the world. Um, but it's fine, right? They're not really hurting anybody. I never see anything too toxic. You know, people get very defensive about the movies, but that's kind of it. Maybe they argue with DC fans. It seems like it's pretty normal, um, and that's that's kind of what the label finally is just is normie. Marvel I'll movies are for normies. That's that's the I'll like, say the worst I'll say thing. this about Marvel fans: like that, what happens with Marvel fans is the same thing that has been happening with Harry Potter books. Of uh, mm. like they'll they'll just they'll apply any real world situation to a Marvel movie and be like, Oh, that's the, you know, uh, we really need a captain America or whatever is it. They would mm-hmm. say like, they're, it's the Hermione and she's going to save us or whatever. Like mm-hmm. about, you know, RGB, uh, like it's, it's one of those yeah. situations. And, and also just actually thinking that these movies are super original and, and like cinema is probably mm-hmm. the worst mm-hmm. they get up to. Oh, and, so, yeah, ha- and hating women. Like nobody liked Captain uh, oh, Marvel, okay. which was so, super all right, bad. They got a little bit of that. They got, yeah. All right. So I was going to say star Wars is next and star Wars is we hate women. That's the sort of, the blanket awfulness. Now, of course, this isn't everybody. We're not talking about everybody. We're talking about the bad thing that is loudest from the, from the group. Um, so for me, the thing that's loudest from Marvel fans is we're very normal. Yes, <laughs> um, extremely normal. The thing folks. that's loudest from Star Wars is we don't like women. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that's loudest from anime fans is we're embarrassing. Yes. They're always getting upset about stuff that they don't understand, it seems. Um, I see, and this isn't just your average like person who likes anime. This is we're talking the grand culture online. People are just very embarrassing. They're very upset about stuff they don't understand. They're um very into things that I feel like maybe they shouldn't be. And um it's all about trends. Like, I mean, I guess you could say this about anything, but from my observations, it's once enough people have decided they don't like a certain thing, that's it. And Unfortunately for a lot of anime fans, they've decided that they don't like feminism. <laughs> so you can't think it doesn't they don't know what that is. They don't know what that means, but they think it's bad. They think it means censorship. And they also don't know what censorship means. They're very weird. So they sort of just they sort of just embarrass themselves. And then Jeremy, at the tip of the iceberg, you have uh gamers who I believe well, hold encompass on, hold on, hold on, they com- we, encompass all the faults of all the, the things that came before. You're running you're running past anime fans a little bit because okay. I think we should I, I feel like I dragged them pretty I, well. I think we should No, no, I want to assassinate some anime fans because like a thing that I see with anime fans is like pretending that they can tell the difference between any of the characters on the anime that they watch. <laughs> because okay, Jeremy. Well, all right. First of all, <laughs> because I will see somebody post like one of those fucking 
tier, you know, pick, you know what I'm saying? Like tier, yeah, 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 tier yeah, yeah. slots and like tier one will be like some, some anime girl. Tier two will be four anime girls. Tier three would be five anime girls. And they all look exactly the same, except maybe their mm-hmm. hair color is different. And then like, there'll be a dude in the comments being like, you take that back about Miku. Miku is the best. See, or, or, see this just wraps back into what I was saying. It's just very embarrassing. Getting upset about things that don't matter. It's, it's, it's uh, pissing you off, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like five um, anime, anime boys is like, and they're like, this one's evil, but you know, or goddamn, dude! Like anytime you see just a string of names on a meme, and you're like, these aren't these aren't different characters. You're not going to convince yeah, me of that. Come on, come, come on. on. Um, yeah. So I, my point, my point stands. Embarrassing. Again, I'm a huge anime fan, so you know, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm lumped look, in there. I'm a huge Marvel fan, and you could probably call me like like Normie is so apt that I almost got mad at you for it. So I I, 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 I knew immediately I was like, oh wow, wow. <laughs> like I'm a, um, I'm a white dude that watches superhero movies, man. Like ah oh, man, you got me. I mean, it's true. It's true. Um, at least anime's different. You know, even yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, sure. like even if that's like a bad thing, it's still I, different. I literally um, saw a post today on the meme site on the city for the city that I. Live of close to saying like did anybody else make their whole personality in high school about watching anime or, or, or was that just yeah. me uh, <laughs> unfortunately it happened to a lot of us um and then so yeah tip of the iceberg uh i believe the worst of the worst is gamers because they're always upset about things that they don't understand uh they're very embarrassing they hate women and um they're also all just there's normies they just will play the middle of the road normie gamer with extreme normie opinions that also is fueled with a lot of hate um, so the, the point of all of this wasn't to just drag everybody listening to the podcast who identifies as it any was to one of these fill up things. space in the outtakes. <laughs> it was to fill up space in the outtakes. No, it was to come to the point that gamers are bad. And, uh, I think that they are worse than all the others. That's my, that's my messy thesis statement is gamers are bad. And here's why it is because they encompass all of the evil that all the other fandoms also have. And the, I guess Normie is evil now. <laughs> the, the interesting thing about gamers is that. They have literally caused like the reintroduction of this crazy right wing Nazi philosophy into the mainstream mm-hmm. media. And if you went back and like looked at the stuff that was happening when Gamergate was a thing, people were saying that that didn't really exist. But that really kind of paved the way for a lot of the situations we are in now, like like hardcore mm-hmm. weirdo gamers that got mad about video game reviews and some chick <laughs> like no yeah. no shade or anything but like if you in the grand scheme of things it's just some woman that they were getting super mad about like all of that stuff like you can lead that directly to fucking trump if you wanted to oh yeah so oh, yeah i think unquestionably unquestionably gamers are the worst out of any fucking yeah. fandom just yes. for, just for gamergate yes. alone unless yeah. we i guess unless we unless we're talking about like presidents of the united states because most of those are war criminals and so maybe yeah. maybe that's I mean, a, bit, a worse i don't know if yeah, I don't know if, there's only if like war criminals is a fandom <laughs> you don't think i guess not i guess it's not a really fan it's just a group the supernatural of fandom if anything seems self exactly war criminals they seem self-destructive like the supernatural fandom isn't going after other people it feels like there's a lot of infighting sometimes like that's the worst that they get up to so nobody else is really hurt buy it you know um oh, friendly, friendly fire if you will i saw um i'm not going to repeat any of the words but uh misha posted kind of a milk toast thing about trump when trump got covid and um it was basically like you know i wouldn't wish this on anybody but blah 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 blah, blah. and like I, the quote retweets that i was looking at were just awful 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 oh, no. like the supernatural fandom like came for that dude's throat to the point that he deleted <laughs> the fucking tweet and it was i just like i was looking at this stuff, i was like you watch the show right like you have to 
like why why are you going after this man he's just a <laughs> like he's not he's just a dude and like he used to work in politics like he has a mm-hmm. strong ties into like he's not going to say i hope the president dies like he's not going to say that like he's just simply no. not i don't know what you guys expect from this dude he's just trying to also it was it seemed pretty like two-faced like what he was saying too. you go oh okay i gotcha i gotcha um no it just he what he was saying was hey yeah it's really bad isn't it shouldn't we take this seriously that's literally all i read from it yeah absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't like, I hope he survives or, or whatever. Like you could read it in a thousand different ways. What you shouldn't do is attack one of your own supernatural fans. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. unless, it's it's, unless it's Mark Pellegrino, in which case, like, fucking yeah, open, I mean. <laughs> open fucking season, man. Or whoever yeah. this guy that plays catch is. Apparently he's a tra- trash bag. So is he really? Because he's, I mean, if the shoe fits, damn. Yeah. He, there was something the other day, I, I think Niz retweeted it into my timeline. Um, one of his tweets about, uh, and to be and to be clear, it's like it was somebody else that had screenshotted it, and was said, "We're not like giving that dude engagement or anything." But um, it was something like, you know, we just all have to understand that women are different than men, and they're they're always going to be mm-hmm. high. Str- like it was just one of those like typical women can't be presidents kind of bullshit things. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think it was specifically cool about presidents, but it was like you uh-huh. know, women be crazy. Am I right, boys? Yeah, women, you know, they can't yeah. have chops, you know. They don't allow to open bank accounts, and everyone's like, "Uh, uh catch, catch you? Are you okay?" <laughs> it's that's. It was actually a very Sierra Winchester move, where he just believes something. He's like, "I mean, I don't agree with it, but if they're not allowed to open bank accounts, then they shouldn't be allowed to get paychecks because it's just where's that money going? That's just that's a liability." And it was like, Sam, you know that that's not true, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know that they can open. What what world do you live in, dude? Uh, I don't know. Dad told me. The world is so fucking crazy right now, Chris. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've got. So I didn't mean the, to drag anybody. By the time um, people are listening to this, I will either have survived a hurricane or a hurricane, or I might be without power. Who knows? So, yeah. Yep. <sighs> the hits do not stop coming, Jeremy. They will not, um, ever stop coming. Also, I totally and, meant to drag all of the gamers, like and anime fans, like you oh, know, yeah. you know so, who you are listening. Yeah. Um. So the the point of that the point initially of dragging. Um, Star Wars fans, Marvel fans, and anime fans. Man, the anime one got a little personal, I feel like, because cause I was watching so much anime. I've been engaging a lot uh, online. I've been just seeing a lot of different tweets from people I don't know. And let me tell you, I don't like what I see. I, don't, I do not like what I see. But see, YouTube videos, I do not like what I see. People are very weird about the way that they interact with anime in a, in a very aggressive way, and I feel like it's poisonous to young minds. Um, not like this beautiful podcast recorded by two fine gentlemen here. Um, of course, yeah. What else? Oh, so yeah, fuck the gamers. I wanted to come back and say, so the other two weekends ago, um, I don't remember. We were going through my YouTube likes or something like that, trying to find some old video that we thought was funny or whatever. I hope you weren't logged into the Monster of the Week YouTube because uh, I keep forgetting that I'm logged into that <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, and so and I found some some like AMV, like music video that somebody had made for Star Wars. And I we had watched it before the new movie came out last year or whatever. And I put it on really quick. It's like a minute long. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And then I see how they have all these other edits. And I'm like, this person's pretty good at editing videos, but all they made was Marvel stuff. So we, th- we threw on one of those just to see if it was any good. And it was a really good edit. And suddenly, like two seconds later, I'm like, you know, we could watch every one of the Marvel movies, right? Yeah. Like, neither of that. us have done that. Like, I've seen a handful of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then. It, it was probably prepare for 10, these, 30, 11. Prepare for these outtakes to get fucking popping if that's the case. Yeah. So, and I've been saying now for almost like, it feels like two years I've been saying like, yeah. oh, maybe we'll watch them all. Maybe I'll watch them all. And so, yeah, two weekends ago, we said, all right, next weekend, maybe we'll just start from the beginning. Um, Jess really doesn't like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. 
Um, I, well, she always says she doesn't like Iron Man. I don't know if it has anything to do with Robert Downey Jr., but she just like, I don't know if maybe that's the one that she's seen. She just doesn't, she doesn't like Iron Man. I'm like, he's, I feel like he's pretty pivotal, Jess. We might have to get through the Iron Man part. Um, I can tell you, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, he's extremely pivotal in the universe, but also he's like, uh-huh. we were talking to Elon Musk earlier. Like he's a very like, oh, I'm, I have super much money. So I built myself a suit of armor instead of, you know giving all that money away to mm-hmm. give everybody health care or food. Um, so like if you, if you think about Iron Man, it's the same way as you think about Batman of like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> like mm-hmm. you've got, yeah. Why, you, you why are you in the streets instead of like funding schools? And yeah. like, <laughs> I will say give they, them back to the community. There's some neat stuff that they do with Iron Man. Um, and it's scattered in between like three kind of uh, like Iron Man one's okay. It was the first of its, of its time. So like it was kind of a, a reboot of everything in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember really liking that when I first saw it, it's, but I haven't it's seen a, it. It's a good movie. Years. Like it's a good intro to that world. Uh, the second one is awful, but it introduces you to Black Widow and Hawkeye. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe that's the second Thor movie. I can't, I get them mixed up now. I no, I, th- I don't, I haven't seen the second Thor movie, but I, I've, I remember uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye coming in. But the, the third th- Iron Man movie um, has to deal with a lot of his like um, like post-traumatic stress disorder from shit that happened mm. in the Avengers movie, um, which I think is like, and, and like, don't get me wrong as the ser- as the franchise goes on, they kind of just like wave that away entirely. But um, it was fun to not fun, but it was interesting to see that on a, with a superhero, mm. right? Like yeah. it's just having to battle some of that stuff. Um, I thought was, and then they were like, you know, a lot of five year old boys are out there watching this right now. I don't think they need this. <laughs> Why is Iron Man crying, Daddy? Because it's Wednesday. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's gonna be pretty sick to be growing up right now, and like that's your whole childhood is like these con- these constant huge awesome blockbuster superhero movies coming out. Like that's gotta rule. Because I mean, I know it rules for a lot of like adult men um, and women. I'm sorry, I keep saying men. I'm just. When I when I stereotype a fandom, I just want to be mean to dudes. Yeah. Um. Which is maybe it's um, that's almost some sort of misogyny in itself. But I usually just want to be mean to dudes because that's who I know in fandoms generally from growing up, from when I was younger. Um. So what was I saying? I don't know. Oh yeah, it's gonna be sick to be, just be a little kid growing up with all of these dope movies coming out. Because I I was fortunate enough that I had at least I had the prequel trilogy for Star Wars, and I was young enough that it was awesome. It wasn't like I, I had become a cynical teenager yet. I was like eight to fourteen, I think, when the last one came out. So it was it was a pretty fun time. Um, so to just be like a little kid when Iron Man one comes out, and then to be watching this other shit ten years later, oh, and just yeah. being like, "Holy shit, this fucking rules!" Fucking like that's gotta it. be yeah, they fucking it's did be rad. It. It's yeah. um, I, I have to imagine it is like it's so well realized from the comic books and everything. Like that's something that I think a lot of people can't complain about with the Marvel movies is that they're so. They can be very generic in some ways, um, and they don't like take a lot of risk. But they are—they're all across the board, almost all very competent movies. And like the things that they're trying to do, for a majority of the time, they they set out to do them and they accomplish them. Like they're just like fun action movies. And there's some exceptions in there. Like there's some there's some stinkers in there, and there's some stuff that people don't prefer and things like that. But like especially once they kind of get going and they. They figured out the formula of like, let's hire these up and coming directors and let them turn them loose and let them get crazy. So you get stuff like Doctor Strange um, or you get stuff like Thor Ragnarok where you got quality people in there doing something weird. Like then it gets Mm kind of fun or Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that's a I think that movie isn't as good as people think it or thought it was at the time. Um, It's just like it's just fun. But it's it's got a It's got a sense of fun that some of these things had been missing. So. And, and you know DC does their thing with where they're like these super serious ultra gritty thing, and I just I'm just kind of bored with that. 
mm-hmm. which is always weird. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but like the DC CW stuff, like all of the Flash, Arrow, like they drift into the gritty stuff, but like they do huge crossover events where bonkers shit happens and all of a sudden like they would go into a different universe and Flash is Arrow and Arrow is Flash or some shit. Like they get fucking, <laughs> they just mix it up and they go crazy uh-huh. with it and that's fun. So yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. We should probably just Same. talk about Supernatural. <laughs> Let's talk about Supernatural. Um, Listen, fandom people, just be nice. Enjoy what you be want nice. to enjoy. Be nice. Everybody. Be nice. Be nice. Um, keep it open mind and um you know don't say stupid shit yeah if you don't have something nice to say just put it on twitter <laughs> yeah it's just you know tweet it tweet it with works. a question mark tweet it with a question mark like you're asking yeah <laughs> are gamers bad gamers are gamers are bad, bad? Gamers instead of saying bad? gamers are or you can just say gamers are bad but you put question mark yeah. gamers are bad? and then and when somebody comes for your throat saying fuck you i was raised on video games Sir, calm down. As you can see, I was a- I was just asking, but you kind of proved see, my point. Let's see if this this is a classic. Uh, Jeremy, let's tweet during the show. Uh huh. Let's see what happens. Um, let's just from the Monster of the Week account. Yes. Hashtag gamers yes. are bad. Are bad? Question mark. Question mark. Everybody let's can see. reply. Everybody can reply. Tweet. Great. Let's see what happens. We'll check. We'll check Great. back in on that for the next episode. Check back in. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh no, it says we're suspended it. from Twitter. How did that happen? Well, but no, we don't get anything. And I get it, we gotta build that tension. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't think she's about to get into a fist fight right now, so she thinks she's gonna have time. <sighs> I'm sorry, I, I got an alert and this fucking storm has tracked westward, which looks like it's going like fucking directly at us. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, like my... My hope is that it hits the peninsula in Mexico and like maybe does something weird, but like right now it looks like probably Friday night the shit is going to get fucking dark. Fuck. Um, so the the biggest concern usually is power, right? Um, it's I mean like if, from what happened in Lake Charles, like if it's another storm of that magnitude, um, it's the tornadoes that are throw off, which are extremely uh, unpredictable, and like we've seen. Yeah. Like I talked to a guy yesterday who came out and was going to do some electrical work for me. And he's like, yeah, my house was fucking gone. Like it, Holy it shit. tore all of the shingles off and water just dumped on the inside. It's completely unsalvageable. Like there's, there's nightmare stories, man. But like my, my guy down in Hackberry, which is right on the Gulf. Um, he was like, yeah, my house is basically demolished and ruined. I said, well, what about all your animals? He's like, well, I got most of my animals out, but my barn was completely untouched, safe and sound. Um, wow. And it was, you know, 40 feet away. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so it's 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 really just. Um, I mean, they're estimating like hundreds of. And there's no way to track it, but they were they're estimating hundreds of tornadoes like out of control. Because when does this season end? Dude, fuck, I don't. When does 2020 end? Um, Seriously, this has been it's been fuck? absolutely. This, is, this is legit feels like a cursed year. It's it's fucking like, crazy, man. Um, it, I know that's an arbitrary like distinction to make, but like holy fucking shit, dude. It's it has been. It's, it's been nuts and like you know we're building this whole like barn situation over here and like looking at louisiana possibly getting you know three or four <laughs> fucking hurricanes yeah. in the same year and just i i i just i just don't know man uh dude time to move to massachusetts I, we'll be neighbors don't want to get creamed by the snow bro you don't want to get dude i'll dude, i'll be your roommate 
I'll shovel Chris, for you. Chris, I have been married for 16 years. So I'm not going to have dude, a I'm dude, not going to have a roommate chill, that is not dude. Autumn Greer. <laughs> like what are it'll you talking be chill. about? No, 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 no. It'll be cool. <laughs> is this going to be just like we're all going to buy a house <laughs> together situation? You guys are No, I'm just going to You guys I'm are going to live in the yard and shovel your snow. You guys are so much younger than us. Like if we get old, like you, we have to take you have to take care of us. Like we'll buy the house. Yeah, we'll dude, buy the house. Dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll take care of you. Th- dude, I have nursing experience. I got you, bro. <laughs> Can't wait for the podcast where the outtakes us all uh-huh. like, "Hey, Chris, <laughs> Need to do my nails, man. What are you doing? You've been slacking. <laughs> oh, no. All right. 